You're listening to Sort of Spiritual. Not too long ago, I never would have called myself a spiritual person. But in the past few years, I've gone from being broke, sick all the time, feeling trapped in a job that made me miserable, to easily building a six-figure business, finding the most incredible partner, and creating the freedom to live my life. And along the way, it looks like I've become sort of spiritual. In this podcast, I'm going to bring you the most impactful tools and lessons I've found for personal and spiritual growth. In season one, we're diving into human design, my favorite tool for self-awareness, easy alignment, and the catalyst behind my massive life upgrade. I'm so grateful you've chosen to join me on this journey. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome to episode two on generators. I am back from my trip to Paris and Morocco. It was so incredible, but there was a slight delay getting home. Traveling in these sort of pandemic restriction times is not easy. I have a lot of line three in my human design, so I very much learned through making mistakes despite my best effort to do things correctly. So at the time of my traveling, To travel from Morocco to Canada is allowed, and if you have a direct flight from Morocco to Canada, you can get a PCR test in Morocco and travel back to Canada, no problem. However, there were no direct flights from Morocco to Toronto, so I had to fly through Paris and found out during my trip that if you have a connecting flight traveling from Morocco, only from Morocco or India, I believe, are these exact regulations in place for Canada, then you actually have to have a COVID test in the country that you are flying to Canada from. So it means I had to have one from France. Um, So I had to spend an extra night in Paris, which is really not the worst thing. It was kind of nice to have an extra night there, but it was just a bunch of stressful things. And then when I went to board in Morocco, they weren't going to let me or check in for the flight. They weren't going to let me check in because I didn't have a test booked, which is silly because there's a place in the Paris airport that you can just walk in and get a COVID test. And it was actually quite interesting when I was getting that COVID test in the Paris airport because there were so many people who had missed their flight, who had tests that whatever destination they were going to weren't accepting. So if you do have plans to travel, I would definitely recommend direct flights wherever possible. Be prepared for delays and for extra expenses potentially because it seemed like there was a lot of people experiencing this. And of course, manifest the best possible trip. But I am so grateful that I went on this trip. This past year has been a very successful year for me, and I'm not always great at celebrating my own wins. It's so easy to just constantly move on to the next thing, and you know, as a manifester, I'm constantly getting these urges for like this next thing and this next thing and this next thing, and so it really hit me when I was in Morocco that I have spent years and years working to create a business that would allow me to do this. And human design has been such a huge part of this in my life as well. So it was just a really cool time to celebrate, to acknowledge, to sort of get some, I don't know, rest, but in a different way to do something different, to experience something different. So it was really great. And I also got sick at the tail end of my trip, probably because I didn't sleep very well the entire time I was away. And 
yeah, so lost my voice. It's finally back. It's still a little rusty, but good enough to do this intro and outro. I'd recorded the podcast previously, so it should be good. It's not a rusty voice for the entire podcast. I do have a cheat sheet for you, like I mentioned in the first episode, so if you want to download that, you can head to sortofspiritual.com slash generator, and you can get the cheat sheet for all the things that I talk about in this episode, maybe not all of them, but for the key points. And in this episode, we're going into some of the nuances of the sacral center, so really understanding more of the sacral. We're going to be talking a little bit more about emotional generators and what the differences are between sort of pure sacral generators and emotional generators, a little bit of that learning curve that generators take as they're progressing to their mastery, and a bit of a level two strategy for responding. So this is a bit of a different way of looking at the generator strategy. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Let's talk more about the sacral center. Oh my goodness, I love the sacral center. I think it is so magical. It is a key part about being a generator, having a defined sacral center. It gives you sustainable energy for you to do your right work. It's a tool for clarity and it operates on vibration through sound. Human design often talks about guttural sounds for generators, which is usually something like "Uh uh-huh for yes and "Uh uh-uh for no. And it might sound a little bit different based on your culture or your original language, but there's going to be some sort of guttural sound. Think of children and the sounds that they make to say yes or no when they're really young. These sounds are speedy, they bypass the mind, and most children are actually conditioned out of making these sacral sounds. And this can be a real challenge for generators because as they're conditioned out of that, it takes them away from their truth. Because parents say, like, it's not polite. Don't say, "Uh uh-huh. Say yes, please, or no, thank you. There can also be movement when it comes to response. So there could be a movement towards something or away from something. This is usually an experience I find more in manifesting generators, but I like to mention it when I talk about the sacral, just in case you don't relate to the whole concept of sacral sounds. But the sacral motor is just such an incredible tool that will allow you to cut through the thinking in your head. So by making these sounds, you have this gift of clarity that other types don't have. The sacral response is so powerful, and the power is only released through responding. Responding is really the key to this sacral energy in the sacral engine. You don't get access to the sacral energy through initiating. And like I mentioned on the last episode, the sacral is powerful, so you can use it to force your way through things to a degree, but over time, that's going to degenerate the sacral energy versus when you respond, you get access to the true sacral energy and it will regenerate itself. The sacral response is also going to let you know if there is energy available or not to carry out the task. So going back to that picture of the pie chart that I mentioned in last week's episode, it's in the generator cheat sheet as well, which you can download at sortofspiritual.com slash generator, or I will link it below as always. Going back to that picture of the pie chart, is there enough free energy available for what you want to commit to? It will also give you a response based on the right timing or not. And there's a lot of different factors that can go into whether it's the right time for something. But if you're not getting a positive response, it's not the right time or it's not the right thing. Trust the no. Trust the no's that your sacral gives you. Like I said, it's like your energy knows that something else is coming tomorrow, next week, next month, whatever. And if you say yes, you won't have the energy for that. So trust the response. 
the sacral will finish what it has responded to usually when it comes to generators. So when the sacral responds, it has the energy, it wants to see it through, whatever it is. Obviously, there's exceptions to every rule. There are times when this isn't going to happen. But for the most part, if you're really using that sacral response as a generator, this is different for manifesting generators, you will finish. And you want to make sure because of that, that you only commit to what's right for you. You don't want to commit your sacral energy to the wrong obligations and then spend all this time and energy seeing things through to completion that aren't going to bring you that satisfaction because they're not the right thing for you. The sacral is the only motor that has sustainable energy. It's the strongest motor in the body, and in evolutionary terms, the sustainable energy of the sacral is meant to raise children and continue the family group because you need sustainable energy to raise children. They have a lot of energy. And it's not just the energy of taking care of them, but it's working to feed them and to provide for them and to give them shelter and get them educated and teach them, you know, the values of your family and clothe them and all of that. It's all of these things to take care of children. And it doesn't mean that you must have children if you have a sacral energy. That's not the case at all. I am also 100% not saying that you shouldn't have children if you are not a generator or manifesting generator. I don't care what your energy type is, do what feels right for you because I know some places in human design teach that you're only designed to have children if you have the sacral center defined. I'm not about that. But when we come to this idea of sustainability and sustainable energy, the problem with this can be that it is sustainable and it keeps going. So like I said, you want to make sure that you're responding to the right thing. You don't want to be sustainably going in the wrong direction. That is going to lead to massive frustration and burnout over time. What can also be incredibly frustrating is faking life with the sacral. I've mentioned this a little bit, but the sacral is the most powerful motor. So to a degree, generators can fake their way through life. And that's not what we want for a generator. We want a generator to be responding, to be lit up, to be turned on. Because when they're in their lit up, turned on sacral energy, their frequency is better for everybody. But with the sacral energy, because their motor is so strong, they can really force themselves to do things. They can work long hours at a job they hate. They can do work that doesn't interest them, that doesn't bring them joy. And they have a much higher capacity than other types to push through and they have a much higher threshold before they reach burnout. And now this doesn't mean that you can push or force just because you can, but it's something to pay attention to. And so what we want is to turn on the sacral. The full capacity of the sacral cannot be accessed just by sheer doing or force. It's turned on. And it's turned on by yes or no questions. It's turned on by responding. So it's like the sacral response is this key for the sacral engine, for the sacral motor. So practice the noises, the guttural responses, the uh-huh, the uh-uh, because it's the frequency of the sounds that come from the gut that really help to guide you to the right decisions. Sacral sessions can be a great tool to use with generators, especially if you can't figure something out or if you're just trying to build that trust or that connection with your sacral. I'll put a list of questions for sacral sessions in the cheat sheet for generators as well, which like I mentioned, the link will be down below the podcast. But it's basically just a list of yes or no questions. So you want to start off doing a sacral session with yes or no questions that they can be very clear with on the answer. So it's either uh-huh and you know 100% you know. So you know what your name is, you know where you were born, you know what your birthday is, whatever. Start off with a bunch of questions that are very clear for you and then gradually increase the sort of ambiguity of the questions perhaps 
or the level of uncertainty attached to them. And you want to do this sacral session thing with someone that you trust. You cannot do it for yourself as a generator. So you can't just say these things out loud for yourself and see how you respond. You need to do them with someone else. And you can hire people to do sacral sessions for you as a generator in the human design realm. But you want to do this with someone that you can be completely truthful with because the sacral doesn't lie. It is truth. So you want to make space for the truth to be able to come out. When it comes to turning on the sacral, movement and pleasure are also both helpful in maintaining a healthy sacral. One of the challenges with the sacral can be it's difficult to change the direction of your energy as a generator once the sacral gets going. Once it gets going, it really gets going and it can't just turn on a dime. Other types might think that generators are slow or that you're not listening to their guidance or you're ignoring them, but it really does take time for you to change your direction as a generator. And this process can often be helped by someone outside of you or something else outside of you for you to respond to because, like I've said a million times, your sacral works in response. So if you're doing something and you need to change direction, have someone ask you questions to help you out, yes or no questions, or have someone give you something to respond to to help you change your direction. That being said, sometimes you just need to be able to stop. It's almost like you're this jumbo airplane when you're a generator. You can't just stop in the sky. You have to figure out which airport you're going to make an emergency landing at. You have to make sure the runway is clear. You have to make sure all these things, you can't just stop. And so it's like that to a degree with generator energy. You need to give yourself time to stop before you just change directions. Okay, let's talk about emotional generators a bit. This increases the need to wait, which I know generators are never excited about, but especially for emotional generators, no one is meant to get immediate access to your sacral energy. Waiting is correct for you. And the other party will respect this if it's correct. So if you're, I don't know, looking for a job and someone offers you a job, instead of immediately saying yes and responding yes, even if you want to, You tell them, this sounds like an incredible offer. I'm so excited about this. Let me get back to you tomorrow. And often the first response is correct, but new information might be presented to you that would change your mind. We talked about this in the episode on emotional authority. Maybe you were offered this job thinking it was one thing and you're really excited and then you get home and tell your friend about it and they're like, oh wow, that company, my friend used to work there and the culture is really terrible and you know, whatever. So maybe there's new information that's going to be presented, maybe not. But regardless, the idea behind waiting is that it will be correct for you to wait. All right, let's move on to talking about the generator learning curve. Generators are said to have a stair-step learning curve. So if you imagine the stair going up and then across, up and then across, generators have this surge in mastery going up and then a plateau across. So just like stairs, up and across, up and across. And for generators at the plateau, you sometimes will need to be initiated again into responding again. You might need further instruction. You might need input or feedback, something for you to respond to. This isn't always the case, but you do sometimes need that to get that sacral energy going again for this next surge of mastery. Plateaus can feel pretty frustrating for generators, and sometimes they will tempt you to quit too soon, which is not what we want because generators are all about that mastery. So ultimately, the sacral will know what's right, and sometimes it is going to be right for you to quit, and the sacral will respond to you quitting. But this is the learning process 
that leads to that mastery for generators. So understand your learning process, that you're going to have these surges and plateaus, and that's okay. The plateaus don't necessarily mean that it's time to quit or that you're never going to get better or you're stuck. It's just a plateau and it's very normal. When we look at conditioning for generators, generally they are conditioned to be manifestors. And they need to just go out and make it happen. And they're also very often conditioned out of using their sacral sounds, which is what really connects them to their truth. Like I said, as children, they're told to be polite, say yes, please, say no, thank you, which conditions them out of the sounds that turn their sacral on. And it's how they access their truth. Generators are also conditioned to say yes to everything because of this available energy that they have, especially when they're younger. Other people can sense this and they take advantage of it. Whether it's purposeful or not, they sense that you have this energy and it's like they give you this pressure to say yes to things and you're like, okay, I have this energy, I guess I should do it. But we don't do shoulds as a generator or we limit them as much as we possibly can. No one should really be doing a lot of shoulds, but generators especially because it really impacts your sacral. Generators are also often conditioned to be logical, as most of us are in this society, but you're not meant to trust logic. You're meant to trust your sacral response. When it comes to needs and wants for generators, they need the right work and the time to do it well in order to gain mastery. They need joy time, as I like to call it. They need time to play, to do what lights them up and turns them on and stuff that feels good. They need that ability to create play without it having to create a particular result as well. So what I mean by that is I feel like there's such a culture around having a side hustle and monetizing everything, but generators need time and we all need this to, let's say you enjoy painting and you need to be able to paint just to paint, to be creative, to just enjoy the process, to play with it, where you're not painting because you're gonna put it on your wall, you're not painting because you're gonna sell it on your Etsy store, you're just painting because it lights you up and it feels good. And eventually, if you want to do something with that end product, good. But there's a very different experience when you're doing something for a particular end result versus just doing it because it feels good for you. Generators need reminders that they can say no. Sometimes because you ask them to doesn't mean they have to say yes. They need to trust that gut response and they need things to respond to, of course. They need yes or no questions, not open-ended questions. So if you're asking a generator, hey, what do you wanna do for dinner? That's not helpful. Ask them, do you wanna go to this place for dinner? Do you wanna go here for dinner? Would you like to eat this for dinner? And they can respond to that a lot more easily than these open-ended questions. They need space to use their energy and to drain their batteries. They need to drain the sacral. They need space to use their sacral energy. They need space to stop, pause, or redirect. They need encouragement that it's okay for them to follow their gut, even though it maybe doesn't make a lot of logical sense or they don't see the full picture right now. That's okay. They need to trust that they're here to be lit up, and that is good for the whole world when generators are doing stuff they love. Some of the fears for generators, there's often this big fear that you are going to miss out, right? FOMO, I feel like that's such a generator thing, that if you don't initiate, you are going to miss out. There's a fear that you won't be able to connect with your sacral or that connecting to your sacral will cause changes in your life. And listen, that might happen. Sometimes there's this fear that the truth might come out. And if you've been living in a way that has hidden your truth for a long time, it can be scary to connect to something whose sort of purpose is to tell your truth. And sometimes generators are afraid of discovering who they really are. They're afraid that others won't like the responses or there's this fear of not being in control or this fear of failing. Generators really want the mastery. 
When it comes to generator health, you are using your sacral to guide you health-wise. But I really believe for generators, the focus has to be on using your sacral and responding. Burnout is still possible for a generator. It's less likely than the open sacral types, but it's still possible. And if it does happen, it is quite likely because you are not recharging your battery when you're sleeping and you're using your energy in a way that is degenerating your sacral as opposed to regenerating it. So like I talked about, too many obligations, too many shoulds, spending your energy on stuff you don't want to be doing. But often what happens if you're not using your sacral energy during the day and you're not using the energy that you have to burn... When you try to fall asleep, you don't sleep well because you haven't used up your energy, so your energy is still buzzing, and then you don't have a good sleep, and then the cycle repeats itself. You can also burn out from trying to force things, so from using your energy incorrectly. You're not meant to be initiating, you're not meant to be a manifester, and that can really burn you out. But it's something that happens for a lot of the types. If you do find yourself at the point of burnout as a generator, you can recover quite quickly once the source of the energy drain is found and removed from your life. So if you feel like you don't have this energy that I'm talking about, find the source that is draining your energy and eliminate it as much as possible. When it comes to sleep and generators, if your energy isn't used up, like I said, and you go to bed, your quality of sleep isn't good, and this cycle is repeated daily or daily for years, it can really wear you out. Adding in exercise or activities, even sex to use up your sacral energy and waiting to go to bed until you are spent is meant to result in a much more restorative sleep for generators. So for generators, true rest will come when they have finished generating and they have burned off that day's energy. If you get a second wind as a generator, you've gone too far. So let's say it's 9.30 at night. You're done, you're spent, but you usually go to bed at 11, let's say. And instead of allowing yourself to go to bed at 9.30 because maybe you exerted yourself a lot that day, who knows, you use a lot of energy. Instead of going to bed, you stay up because you think it's too early to go to bed. And then you get a second win. And now you're up until like three in the morning because you just can't go to sleep. So you don't want to get to that point. You want to respect when you feel like you're spent and go to bed. When we look at work for generators are said to be the great workers of the world. And again, I want to be so clear that when I talk about work, I'm talking about using your sacral energy, not that you have to do a typical job or you have to work for someone else. It's about you using your sacral energy. So the right work can find you and So the right work can find you and you can follow what feels really good. We talked about this in the previous episode. Being open to and being open to feedback when it comes to work can be really great for generators because it gives you something to respond to. And for the entrepreneurial generators, don't be busy just to be busy. You have energy and it's easy to spend your time on unimportant things. You want to respond to the right things. So do activities that raise your frequency, that make you feel alive, that make you feel happy and work in response. You don't want to be thinking and using your mind to anticipate and creating things that others don't actually want to buy or don't want to buy right now. Get actual data. Respond to what your audience wants. Respond to what the market wants. Respond respond to something and don't do the shoulds. And I also want to be clear that just because your audience wants something or the market wants something doesn't mean you have to do it, right? It's about responding, When generators are in alignment, they are lit up, they are connected to their body, to their life, to their purpose, their pleasure, their joy. They move their body, they use that energy, and they feel used up in a good way at the end of the day. Like their energy is spent and it's so satisfying. They are connected to their sacral, they are connected to their sacral in their response. They trust life, they trust acting in response, and 
they trust acting in response, and they complete things. They follow through and they feel satisfied. They also gain mastery. They grow, right? That's what they're here to become. That's what they're here to do, to become masters at something. The not self or the out of alignment generators are trying to make or force things to happen. They are trying to control the steps. They are trying to control the outcomes. They are having overly detailed plans that don't allow for flexibility for them to respond. They are using their energy for others or for work that doesn't excite them. They feel stuck. They can't finish what they start because their sacral energy isn't behind it. They feel like their work is meaningless, like it's unfulfilling. There's no satisfaction. They feel disconnected from their sacral, from their joy, from their body, from their pleasure. They're driven by obligations and things they think they should be doing. They have a packed schedule or an aura with no room for new things. And they're saying yes when they want to be saying they're using their energy for the sole benefit of others. One final note on frequency. Generators, including manifesting generators, make up 70% of the population. So when we're talking about this sacral frequency... 70% of the population. And the definitive book of human design says that they dominate the global frequency, which is true, right? 70% of people are generating types. So imagine the impact that it would have. So imagine the impact that it would have if we lived in a world with satisfied generators instead of frustrated generators. If we lived in a world where generators understood their where generators understood their sacral, respected their sacral, knew how to respond to find the right work. I think it would be such an incredible place to be for all of us. So while we're on the topic of the sacral, this is a bit of a level two strategy of the sacral response. There's also this concept of internal pull for generators. And the way I look at it is this is like a level two responding strategy. So if you're new with human design, I really recommend being on the more radical side of responding and really paying attention to what responding is and having a clear differentiation for yourself of what is you initiating and what is you responding and what does responding really feel like. You really need to understand that first. But once you have a good grasp on what it feels like to respond and how good that feels versus what it feels like to initiate, you can start to listen to this sort of internal pull or like being tugged towards something. So when you get to this point, you don't necessarily need to wait to respond in the same way for all the things all the time, but it is so crucial that you can distinguish between the two of initiating versus this actual internal pull. So for example, if a friend is like having a really rough time, maybe their partner just left them or they lost their job or I don't know, they just had a baby, let's say. I have a lot of friends who are expecting right now. And if you have a relationship with your friend where you can just go over to their house and they're going to be okay with it, you might feel this pull one day to go over. Maybe you don't even know why. You don't know that they're having a bad day. You just know, ooh, I feel this really strong pull towards this person. I think I'm just going to go over and show up. Or you call them and you're like, hey, I'm on my way to your house. I'm going to pick up some pizza. What do you want on your pizza? But you don't necessarily have to wait for them to give you something to respond to at this point. And again, this is a bit of a higher level strategy. So you want to make sure that you have a really solid foundation on responding before you really start playing around with this. Because it can be challenging at first to distinguish between your mind wanting to initiate things and the internal pull. So play around with that, but make sure you have a good foundation of your experimentation with the sacral response first. 
Okay, that is it for our generator part two episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you know a generator that would benefit from this, please send it their way. The frequency of the world is dramatically impacted by generators. So the more generators we have that are feeling good and feeling aligned, the better the whole world is because so many of our world is made up of generators. So if this resonates with you, please share it. And like I mentioned at the beginning, you can download the generator cheat sheet at sortofspiritual.com slash generator. And I will see you next week. I think we're going to dive into projectors. I haven't decided yet. That's probably where we're going next. So join me next week. And I can't wait to share that episode with you. As always, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And I hope you have the most beautiful week.